So we have an interesting article where Kumo, Andrew Kumo, the New York dude, has been implicated in criminal corruption scandal over nursing home coronavirus deaths, according to Stefanik. Right? So Elise Stefanik said Friday that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo, I'm just going to say Andrew because, I mean, trying to pronounce his last name is so annoying, was implicated in a criminal corruption scandal over his state's reported undercounting of nursing home COVID-19 deaths. Now, if you're not familiar with this, basically he allowed or basically forced people to be put into nursing homes who were infected with COVID, which led to a lot of deaths. And he was praised for it later on. So in an interview on this story, Stefanik said New York lawmakers needed to hold Cuomo, uh, I mean Andrew, right, accountable for what the state's attorney general has alleged was a significant underreporting of the death count of New Yorkers in nursing homes. Andrew defended his policy as following federal guidelines at the time, but officials have said those guidelines mandated strict strict standards for nursing homes to accept coronavirus-positive patients. This is the governor who has pointed fingers at everyone. He's pointed fingers at former President Trump. He's pointed fingers at the seniors themselves, at the nursing homes, basically blaming everyone but himself, Stefanik said. Although, you know, she didn't say former. I just put that in. So Stefanik also blasted the media and CNN in particular for his coverage of Andrew, whose brother, Chris, is a primetime anchor and conducted numerous friendly interviews with the governor when the pandemic first struck. By the way, I mean, I couldn't bear watching all of the interviews because it was so cringeworthy. Like, if you watched any of their, like, interviews, right, just even like a little bit, even like a clip. You're like, wow, his brother is shoving his nose up so far his butt that it might be considered a crime, right? Like, like that's how bad it, it was getting, right? So it is a disgrace that CNN allows Chris to just invite his brother and like obviously do this whole ridiculous fawning interviews. And it's an embarrassment now to the media. So this is basically her full statement, or his full statement, or whatever. This is the governor who has pointed fingers at everyone. He's pointed fingers at President Trump. He's pointed fingers at the seniors themselves, at the nursing homes, basically blaming everyone but himself. In terms of following federal guidance, it is very clear that... Andrew made the decision to put forth his executive order on March 25th, requiring nursing homes to accept positive COVID patients, regardless of their ability to isolate those patients and have proper PPE. Now, my thoughts are this governor has avoided the truth for months and months and months. The reason why this is a criminal corruption scandal, and not just a nursing home scandal, is that they have known for months, what the true count of deaths in nursing homes was, whether it was in a hospital from a nursing home or an individual who passed away in the nursing home, and they have withheld that from the public. There needs to be subpoenas issued immediately, both Democrats and Republicans in the state Senate, 
and state assembly have agreed to that, which is a pretty good thing. And again, what bothers me, which you know, Andrew, the New York governor, right? I I can't pronounce his last name. Como, 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 Cow, right? The fact that he was praised for basically purposely putting sick patients into nursing homes to basically lead to massive amounts of death, you could potentially kind of claim that he basically murdered them, right? You know, that's a that's an opinion, but I mean, it's not really a stretch when you force nursing homes to take in sick COVID patients. That's a pretty serious issue. And again, he was praised for it. And I believe he actually won like some weird award or medal for that, right? And I don't like him and the California governor because they basically do the same thing. They put the blame on everyone else. They basically ignore the down and trodden, right? They ignore the facts that there's countless number of people that are basically losing their livelihood because of all the lockdowns and whatnot and basically they like you can see because recently they started to reopen stuff right they did it all for political reasons and this is what bothers me the most because anyone with half a brain can see that both the california governor and also andrew Kumo or Andrew Cow, which I would prefer to say, right? They did it for political reasons. They did all this stuff. They destroyed their states for political reasons just because they did not like Trump, just because they want more power, just because they want more power in the future, just because they might want to try to run for president, which, you know, sadly enough, Como might actually have a chance at running for that. There might be foolish enough people to actually vote him for that or force him into that position. But the California guys, he lost all his chances because basically no one, whether it be the left, right, or center, likes him. Even though somehow he still has some sort of uh, approval, which I don't understand that, because he really screwed up. But this is what this, this is what's so disturbing, right? It's like... These people keep getting voted in. These types of people keep getting voted in. For what reason, right? I don't understand why these same types of people keep getting voted in into these states and they're just going to keep on destroying the states, right? Like they need a completely rework of the uh, political atmosphere of New York and also California. Now also... Uh, Stefanik continues, the tone is wrong. Journalists didn't do their job. They fawned over Governor Cuomo. They didn't talk to everyday New Yorkers who have suffered under his failed leadership. And most importantly, they didn't talk to New Yorkers who have been advocates, who have lost loved ones because of the governor's failed nursing home policies. It is a disgrace that CNN allows Chris Cuomo to just invite his brother and do those ridiculous fawning interviews is an embarrassment now to the media. And I would have to completely agree, right? And the problem with the whole Chris Como guy, 
he's not really a reporter. He's not a journalist. He's just like a speaking head that literally knows nothing, that fakes everything. I mean, like, I mean, just think about the whole like 100 pound dumbbell. There's no physical possible way that that person, at the size that he is, could lift a 100 pound dumbbell like he was, right? And you just see this with a lot of media personalities that they're just full full of fake nonsense. Like, the majority of what these people do makes no sense, and it doesn't even help them. That's why I don't understand. Like, these politicians, the uh, media personalities, they always do things that you can't really, like, when you look at it, right, and you actually hear them and watch them do what they do, you're like, how does this help you? Like, this makes you look so bad because you're doing so bad. Like, how does this help you in any way? But somehow, they keep getting voted in. And that's what really disturbs me. A pretty uh, timely article and a very interesting one where investors are using this app to automatically join the Robin Hood class action lawsuit amid the GameStop chaos so that this would be pretty interesting to read so thousands of investors are using a consumer focused online service called do not pay.com to automatically join a class action lawsuit against trading platform Robinhood the lawsuit was filed Thursday in the southern district of New York after Robinhood temporarily restricted GameStop trading on its platform That enraged many small investors who were trying to get in on the GameStop trading frenzy of the past few days. And I checked today, and basically for me on Robinhood, it says that this stock is not supported on this platform. So I couldn't even engage with it at all. So following Robinhood's decision, the stock's price dropped. The suit alleges Robinhood's actions were done purposefully and knowingly to manipulate the market for the benefit of people and financial institutions who were not Robinhood's customers. Under normal circumstances, do not pay help streamline confusing processes to help consumers get refunds and cancel subscriptions, among other services. But do not pay CEO Joshua Browder added the ability to join the Robinhood class action lawsuit Thursday after receiving hundreds of messages from enraged users. He tells CNBC, make it. Robinhood is not acting in the consumer's best interest, Browder says. A lot of users who sign up aren't the most sophisticated investors. They feel betrayed by a platform that has the literal name Robinhood. Which, by the way, people were posting a whole bunch of memes. There's memes going around the internet where basically it was pretty funny because, you know, they're basically showing that Robin Hood was stealing from the poor and giving it to the rich, which basically happened. And it's just so crazy, right? Like that an app literally called Robin Hood is allowing theft of the poor to the rich. It's just funny. So Robinhood declined to comment on the lawsuit or do not pay. By Friday afternoon, around 26,000 people had joined the class action. 4,000 had filed complaints with the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, and 400 had entered arbitration via do not pay, according to Browder, who says he does not have a financial stake in GameStop stock.
And so according, this is his tweet, right? Hold on. Yeah, this is his tweet. After receiving hundreds of messages and tweets about this issue, we have added the ability to join the Robin Hood class action to do not pay law. From 12 p.m. today, PT. You can enroll and support the cause via our class actions product. To join the suit, users need to detail their losses, including when their trades were halted. Their information is then forwarded to the law firm representing the class action. It is not clear if the suit will be successful. Robinhood's terms of service give the company the right to block, cancel, and restrict transactions, and even delete user accounts. It also includes an arbitration clause. But Browder is optimistic, pointing to the recent settlements in a class action lawsuit against Chime Bank as precedent. He says the terms of service don't necessarily apply to what Robinhood did. Do not pay charges a $36 annual dollar fee for a service, and some people might disagree with that, but we don't want to have the same business model as Robinhood, he says, which pioneered commission-free trades. If you don't pay for the product, you are the product. And technically speaking, he is pretty much true. Like, like His statement is pretty true. If you're not paying for something, you are the product. Right now, feel free to go down below to learn how to master your money with personal finance courses and all this other stuff. You want to learn how to make money online, all that kind of stuff. Hey, if you want a free stock and you still want to join Robin Robin Hood, feel free to go down below and you can get a free stock worth up to five hundred dollars. But what has been shown to me from the most recent events around this is that. I'm still going to invest into the markets, and everyone should still invest into the stock market because it's a great way to grow your wealth, especially if you put money into like index funds for like conservative growth over time for like decades, for like more so like retirement for your future. Index funds, trading the whole stock market is great, right? But seeing this stuff would put someone in my position where I would rather start putting money into cryptocurrency now you should not put the majority of your net worth into cryptocurrency point blank you really shouldn't right that being said putting like a consistent amount see now here's the thing right now you can go down below and join like coinbase and get a small amount of free bitcoin by joining coinbase and investing like 100 dollars into cryptocurrency down there and if you want to donate cryptocurrency, feel free to do so too, because there's crypto wallets in the description, which is always fun. Which I might put the Dogecoin in there in the future just for giggles, right? But the thing is, Coinbase and even Robinhood, if you still want to use Robinhood, they offer options where you could consistently invest at the same time, on the same day, whether it be every day, every week, or every month, like a same amount, right? So a good suggestion to anyone interested in potentially getting their foot into the door of whether it be cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin, which is just a meme coin, a joke, but who knows, you could get super rich from that if you really want to, potentially. It's basically just gambling on that one. Or just on like any stock, right? And you don't have a lot of money to do it. A great way to do it is basically have it set up onto either Robinhood or Coinbase where you automatically set maybe like $10 
every single, like on the same day, same time, the same amount, every single time, right? So this allows you to basically consistently grow your net worth over time. Because the way I see investing is that you need to be consistent, right? Now, you could always do, you know, the cost uh, dollar averaging is pretty much the term. Because if you do things automatically with your investing, you don't think about it and it's just going to grow all the time. Because the problem that most people have when it comes to money is that they spend without really thinking. But you need to turn into, you need to invest without really thinking about it, right? Which is why I like index funds, why I like ETFs, why I like things that you could just automatically do constantly, consistently, without really thinking too much about it. Like a great app that you could start doing without actually adding money to it and just basically with your natural spending you could be investing is Acorns. And there's a link down below in the description as well. And Acorns automatically invest your spare change. So basically, if you spend like a dollar twenty, it's going to it's going to round it up to the next dollar amount, and it's going to invest the eighty cents on your behalf, right? Like it saves up to like five dollars worth, and then automatically puts it into basically a mutual fund, index funds, bonds, that kind of stuff, depending on your risk tolerance, and it invests automatically. And that's what I really like. I prefer people to try to automate their investing as much as possible because one, most people do not have the time to research stocks, right? To really have a very good understanding of the fundamentals or whether or not they think this stock is going to just double, triple, quadruple, go GameStop, right? Most people do not have the time to actually put that stuff down there to properly yellow it for fun and potentially huge profits like most people don't have the time or the energy or the patience to do something like that that's why you need to invest invest in things that you believe in that have shown to grow time over time over time average out and just do that automatically right for example you could set up on coinbase that you want to invest like twenty dollars per week into bitcoin Right, you could also do the same thing as you want to invest twenty dollars on Robinhood into an index fund, the S and P five hundred index fund, to where you basically invest into every top five hundred stock, pretty much. Right, and like these ETFs that are on Robinhood, like they basically. Well, the good thing about Robinhood, I will say, is that you can buy things fractionally, so you can literally just put in twenty dollars and invest twenty dollars into any single stock or into any uh partial share of anything which is pretty amazing i do like that feature where if you just have 20 bucks you can invest 20 bucks so if you're spending a lot of money right now in your day-to-day life let's say that you're eating out every single day if you cut that out and put that into the stock market and a portion of it to crypto and do that automatically your net worth over time is going to skyrocket because most people don't realize just how much money they're actually spending on a day-to-day basis on or on a week-to-week basis right i was watching a video of these uh two people from like buzzfeed and they were like doing like 
what I spend in a week, right? And these people spent almost like two grand in a single week, right? And like I don't know what their jobs were, but they were basically buying Starbucks, milkshakes, burgers every single day, horrible diets, like, and like going out to eat, like for each meal, like each meal was basically like 20 bucks. So breakfast, lunch, dinner, right? They ate out 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks every single time. Like it's a crazy amount. And imagine if you put that money into stocks, right? And you get like maybe like 6% all the way up to 12% return on your money every year depending on what you invest in and how well it does that year, like you could become filthy rich just being consistent and not even investing a lot of money. So just keep that in mind. The best way to start investing is to just consistently get involved and do it. Just keep on doing it all the time as much as you possibly can. And that's one of the best ways to do it. And if you want to learn and jump into any of these uh, programs, just go down below and join these apps and get some free money. Check out 40inbox.com to master your money, personal finance lessons and courses, and do you want to make money online? Learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. Get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. And automate your investing with acorns down in the description below.